When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I was flipping through the channels the other day, but there was nothing good on. I had nothing to play. So I went to my computer and realized that there was so much content before my eyes. But there's nothing but Netflix in my heart and on my screen. There's always something that did I still haven't seen. But maybe one day we can try to watch the Benevolence is back to talk about one of the top two shows on uh, Netflix at the moment. We're talking about Full Swing and we are talking about the new sports documentary that's taking you on the PGA Tour. And now here's a man who I, I'd love to go on tour with. Uh, Chappelle, Chappelle, how are you? I'm great. I'm great. I'm great. I would love to go on tour with you, too. But what would we be doing? Like, are we taking the podcast on the road? I don't know. Being on the PGA tour seems like a fun hang. You just like uh, go around from city to city. Like people just be like beloved uh, and just like go around and people just, uh, you know, cheer from you. I mean, maybe this is uh, what it feels like to be Bryson when. Pretty much. Yeah. I, I've seen them in action and they're very much like golf players, you know, very boring. You go to the city and (laughs) they, they, they adore you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if we got to go anywhere, though, we have to go to Phoenix. I've seen enough of this documentary to know yeah. that that's that's the stop I need to be making. That waste management place. I mean, that's a good one. That's, that's a good a one. To start. OK, mm. so we're talking about full swing. And of course, uh, that it's something that I've wanted to do for a while here on Nothing But Netflix. Of course, uh, she's talking about sports on the off speed podcast uh sports documentaries when they pop up so i thought this would be a good time to get grace leader back with us grace how are you oh thank you for having me back i'm ready to tee off about full swing okay uh grace and i just uh talked about the super bowl commercials uh the other day uh the second year of an annual tradition Chappelle, did you have any uh favorite super bowl commercials that you can remember no, I, I didn't remember any of the commercials. And then I got on the internet and everybody was like, did you see the Tubi thing? I mean, the, that happened. And I was like, uh-huh. no, <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. I was like, yeah, it's a crazy thing. And so now I kind of feel like I missed the one moment I was well, supposed to be Chappelle, there. Well, you've got some egg on your face because you've been the Tubi guy. Have you been like, hey, Tubi's the best. We should be like mm-hmm. Tubi or not Tubi. And uh, now everybody got real mad at Tubi for their Super Bowl commercial. 
Right. Maybe that's why I didn't realize it was a big thing because I saw Tubi pop up on my screen and say, yay, Tubi. <laughs> <laughs> it interrupted the Super Bowl, but it's cool. It's Tubi. You know, um, Should we have watched so, you like, oh, Mrs. Smith just, this week? It's, it's yeah, changing my, my TV to Tubi? Okay. That's, okay. That's, that. yeah, fine. that's fine. It's Super Bowl or yeah. Tubi? Yeah. Who knows? To watch you know? 2005's Mr. and Mrs. Smith yeah. with um, commercials? We cannot talk here on nothing but Netflix because I'm pretty sure Bad Boys 2 was in the top 10 on Netflix yesterday. So <laughs> we can't speak about 2005's greatest hits over here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we're talking about full swing of, and you know, Netflix is really, they, they've gone all in. Like this is like Netflix sports. Of course they have drive to survive. Uh, mm-hmm. Then they also just did uh, grace. They did the tennis yeah. one. Also we did Breakpoint. point. Ariel and I covered uh break point. It was it, Breakpoint was very good. Uh, yeah. I, the, the thing that I'm, but I guess I was thinking about this is that they have three in basically the span of about a month and a half that they've come out with, which is mm-hmm. Breakpoint came out in January. Uh, Full Swing came out uh, uh, a few days ago and then Drive to Survive Season 5 is coming out next week, which I guess they're doing like the calendar. I guess all these sports are like calendar year. So by the time they get to, but then we're looking like back almost a full year ago, but it is a lot of sports content in the span of like a month and a half. And I like sports content, but it is, it is a lot. They couldn't have spaced these out a little better. I look yeah. smart people are making these decisions. <laughs> the algorithm figured it all out, but Chappelle, what's next? I don't know. I, I don't know if this all comes from that very big uh, basketball documentary they did about, you know, about Michael Jordan, where he did yeah. like a 10 parter. And then everybody's like, oh, you know, it was like weekly viewing. I remember like, you know, it, and I think it was two episodes a, a week. And so you had to sit there for two hours listening to them talk about Michael Jordan. But it was so good. And then you get like these little offshoot uh, shows, at least that's from my perspective, because I don't think I was aware of like the the drive to survive and stuff like that before, um, even with some of the stuff that's not as like, I mean, not typical sports, you know, like the cheerleading. We saw that as well. Mm-hmm. So they oh, kind of yeah. like these shows yeah. where it just kind of follows you in the life of blank. And whether it's a, a pro golfer, basketball player, and, you know, you cheerleader um, yeah. and then, um, you know, race car driver. I don't know. Uh, yeah, well, I remember you and Antonio, Rob, talking. You did uh, your pre. You were looking the stuff you're looking forward to in mm-hmm. 2023, and you're talking about. I think on that show you also talked about like 1899 got canceled, which is this big budget show. You talked about that Netflix is uh, stars or scrubs. You're comparing it to fantasy. That like it's either that they'll go, you know, they have their Stranger Things and these big budget shows, and then they also want to match that with like very perfect match, things. yeah, perfect, your perfect <laughs> match. Uh, but I think that these food, I can't imagine that these are that expensive to make as long as these people. Are, are willing uh, to sign on I don't it, know so. you, know, it, you know it's hard because I feel like I don't know are are there rights involved where is I'm sure it they like, paid the PGA tour but all well maybe but not is the PGA the tour paying stuff. them like yeah, maybe <laughs> that's true that's true yeah. I, I don't know like I don't know what well, it, it just and then it comes down to like well did Apple TV want this like did other 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 networks want this uh, you know I gotta think that's you know I, I have no idea how any of this works Chappelle who's gi- who's giving money to who uh, they should be giving money to us to talk about it. Please and thank you. Mm-hmm. I, I think that we do a lot of work for Netflix indirectly yep. and directly. We go and find their shows that people might not be watching. Easy Bag Battle. We put you on. You put the team on we our put back you on, on that the one. map. <laughs> right, exactly. We didn't get anything. You gave us crumbs. So yeah, I think Netflix owes us at the very least just a head nod and just say, good job. You know, that'll do pig. That's what I need. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't need like, and then if they want to pay me, of course, I'll take that too. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so full swing uh, is going to profile a bunch of different golfers from uh, the PGA tour. It's so interesting to do this idea with 
golf because I feel like with the um, Formula One show, Grace, you know, mm-hmm. I, I feel like that, you know, the people who are driving the cars around. I feel like that you don't really know, like, who's in the car. But it's yes. interesting that, you know, with golf, like, you know, there's almost there's almost no equipment. You know, you see these people up close, but you don't really know them. Yeah, they're very I feel like golfers are. Are they the most aloof? Like, I feel like they're like, uh, you know, has there been a big golf star since? I mean, Tiger Woods was the biggest golf star of all time, maybe the biggest sports star at the at the time. Mm-hmm. And um, I do feel like that's what these shows are trying to do to a degree is to try to build some stars. Tennis is in the same in the same boat where they have these like major tennisers who are all sort of like beginning to end their career, Rafael Nadal uh, and the like. And so I felt like this was like a good way to try to like put some people on the map. I, mean, I don't know whether they, they're going to, you know, oh, I watch them in the Netflix documentary. So now I'm going to watch them and follow their career and their cute sensations. But I feel like I did get to know these people in in Breakpoint. And now um, I thought, especially in the first episode of uh, Full Swing, I, I thought there was like a really good dive into these uh, these best friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the thing that's so tantalizing about golf is that, you know, you watch all these other, you know, incredible athletes in all these other sports and Chappelle, uh, it does look like, you know, these guys, even like in their training, it looks like, uh, like yeah, I could do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've seen golf for a number of years, and it's one of those things that looks so easy that I know I can't do it. It's mm-hmm. like uh, if you all who practice it for a very, very long time are like hitting the ball out into the into the water or into the brush or whatever. Imagine that poor ball just sitting on the tee as I swing at it aimlessly. Uh, so I know it's something I can't do, but it's like like you said, the training montages don't seem that uh, enticing to watch because you're like, it's not like someone's punching a, like a hanging slab of beef or nothing like that. This is mm-hmm. like, kind of like doing some, uh, some, some light exercise. Yeah, they do some like a medicine here and there. ball like back and yeah. forth and stuff like <laughs> that. And they like, do like, mostly like arms, raise like a bar. Yeah. 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 Mostly in the arms, I think. But, work yeah. Out. It's not as dramatic as like the sweat pouring off your face and like someone's like spraying you in the face like, like Gatorade, like get up champ. You know, it's, it's golf. Yeah. yeah, they seem like pretty normal, dude. There's a uh, time where where uh, JT Just Thomas goes into the store. They must have been so happy that someone recognized them. I know that they were literally in a town where like there's a, a massive golf tournament, but I feel like I would never recognize literally any golfer other than maybe Tiger Woods. Yeah, ever. well, I wonder is that like the the best part of being like an elite golfer, right. where it's like Ooh. you get to like have all of the trappings of right. being like one of these stars, but. I mean, Chappelle, could you imagine like another like major sports? I guess because you like are sort of like able to like camouflage into like back to like regular society. You know, you can't imagine like, okay, well, then, uh, you know, Josh Allen just goes to CVS and, you know, has like a normal transaction. Yeah, this is one of those things where I beat I bet in golf, everybody knows your face. Everybody has been following you and everybody has seen it. But it's like. I'm so far removed from the golf world that you could walk right up to me and say, hi, I'm a prof- professional golfer. And I'd say, okay. oh, really? When did you start? And you're like, well, I've won 18 of these green jackets. Like, no. oh, my bad. Um, but I, I think that's like probably just like they're very famous in that in that circle of people who watch golf. And, and you know, because you get a lot of close-ups. In football, you almost never see these people's faces sometimes because they're wearing these helmets all the time. A football player can walk up to me and I can assume he's a football player by build, mm-hmm. but a golf player can walk past me. And I'm just like, oh, he's an, you know, um, a real estate agent or something. I don't know. Yeah, at least football has those little like, uh, you know, they put their picture up on the bottom of the screen, they, you know, they, they, yeah, with yeah. their helmet on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
But at the same time, it's it's so interesting because the grace of the golf game, it seems like it's so mental uh, and, and you're just mm -hmm. like in a funk and you can't get out of it and you don't know what to do. It doesn't matter like, you know, how much you train in the gym that it's just really about like just having like the right mindset. Yeah, I love there's a scene where he goes after he's had a really bad day and is like practicing and his dad's like, yeah, this is a very pointless thing to his dad yeah. slash coach, uh, which is a common theme across uh, Breakpoint and and uh, and Full Swing that there's a lot of dad slash coaches. Um, a lot of Nepo like, babies yeah, a in golf. A lot of Nepo babies, yeah. It's yeah. a thing. Yeah. It's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, no, I agree. The, the That was probably the most impressive part of all of this. Like, screw all that like physical stuff. When they get in their heads... I guess that's what throws you off, right? Like, cause I guess, you know, like you have the skill level to make this putt, but then you start to question yourself and like, oh, I don't know about this. And then you don't, you don't hit it with the most accuracy. And then at that point, you're now frustrated. So you get worse and then you get worse. And then you go, and then now you're seeing like the leaderboard change. I guess it's kind of like a slow burn in comparison to other uh, sports. Because in basketball, you get the ball, you shoot the ball. You, you got roughly 25 seconds to figure out what you're going to do, you know, or whatever. But here it's like you have all the time in the world, but it's it's your you have the floor. We're all staring at you. Do something. Well, you yeah, talk it out. Four days of competition, but also like the mo you shoot you you hit the ball as hard as you can, and if you like mess up, you now have to walk all the way to, to see that ball. <laughs> you like walk and be like, yeah, that was a really bad shot the whole time. You're like walking <laughs> along the long green. Yeah, you're right. In basketball, you like shoot, you miss. You know, That's yeah, it. you shot, you yeah. miss. Yeah, I never you get thought about go. that. And yeah, no, yeah, yeah, and then they were saying once you're in your head, it's so hard to uh to get out of it. I think he said once you once you got the golf thing down, like once you're in the zone, oh, you're in the zone, and you think you're unstoppable because mentally you're like, I can do anything. I got I got this. And then the moment you start screwing up, and that ball hits the water or the sand, and you start like, dang, shit, mm -hmm. <laughs> like what am I gonna do? Yeah, Damn. And yeah, well, and then again, people are just passing you up. <laughs> But that's what I find like so relatable about these professional golfers and like what they show is that I feel like that for, I know for myself and I would imagine like a lot of other people feel this way of like uh, that's that's kind of like life. It's like the days and the times when things are going good. I don't know what I did differently uh, mm. that day. Like, I don't know why things are necessarily going that well, that well. And then when things are going bad, it's so hard to shake it off. And even just like sometimes like like a little annoying thing will happen. And then uh, just like completely like uh, spins me out and it's very hard to get back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah. then you, you, something does bring you back. You're like, I don't know what that was. I've just been down better. I think I'm like, I'm on a roll. You mm -hmm. know? Yeah. I shake it off. I yeah. shake it off. I'm good. Yeah. No, I hate that. Uh, whenever something ha bad happens to me and it's followed by like the avalanche of bad mood and bad things, I always sit down and have this moment where I'm just kind of like talking to God and just like, what did I do? Yeah. Uh, what was it? Yeah. What, what did I do? Uh, like, I did not have to convince myself to like, you're a good person, right? Like you tithe when you go to church, uh, every wow. other, some, you know, in years that you went to, you know, back when you went to church, you used to tithe. You used so to tithe. I couldn't have been, Maybe that's the promise, man. You're saying you're like, you're like, I tithe. I used to tithe. I used to I've been to church. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, I could, this is, a, I, I deserve nice things. Yeah. So yeah, I have to fight my, that fight sometimes too. I know you fight the fight, Chappelle. Uh, I saw on Twitter yesterday that you said that you were like doubled over in pain. Are you back to normal? No, I said my stomach was flipping like Simone Biles. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I got really sick on Thursday. Uh, and I think it's it just my allergies. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, you were sick. Yeah, too? I had a colitis flare up. These are the words. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. 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 It, well, my shit doesn't compare. So let me just stop complaining. No, no, you can <laughs> complain. I'm compl- I was trying to complain with you. Okay, let's do it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was like, I was up all night because I I slept bad because I was sick, and then there was nothing to eat, so I was just eating Doritos, and it was just a whole thing. And then the next day, it was even worse because why would you get sick and then eat Doritos? I don't yeah, know, it was a whole thing. Yeah, because yeah. I feel like that, uh, like you usually hear that advice of if you don't feel well, eat Doritos. And so I'm surprised it didn't work. I literally have Doritos over there that yeah. I bought yesterday because mm-hmm. I had yes. not been feeling well and I wanted something to make me feel better. So I literally. Me have and Grace Doritos. are on the same page. Exactly. There you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, uh, and did you have to go out and uh, buy your own uh, Doritos uh, at the store when you weren't feeling well? Just like uh, Justin Thomas had to go to CVS? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty embarrassing. When it's when it well, not embarrassing. We've all been there, right? When you're like, card, it's just that his card wasn't working, right? Is it not that he like couldn't afford it, right? Because we didn't get into like money problem issue. Like that's where I thought we were going. Yeah. Like, so uh, yeah. So let's so, like talk, let's talk about that. So so Justin Thomas is playing at the PGA Championship, and yeah. he knows that he has like some allergies that that, that are bothering him, and so yeah. he's like, I got to get to CVS and get some allergy medicine. But the whole yeah. thing I'm I'm thinking of like, like, don't you have a caddy? Don't you have people? Like, why if I was like playing in the PGA championship, like I feel like um I, I know me, a humble podcaster, like I, I think I'm gonna door dash this uh CVS <laughs> order. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, he has a caddy. I don't know that in the caddy's responsibilities, it's uh, like I don't think they're like their assistant the yeah. whole time. Can you run out and um, pick me up some yeah. Claritin? Yeah, He's I like, don't. I'm a caddy, you jerk. Like, yeah. <laughs> I didn't go to caddy school for this. I will give Jermaine. you a club. I will not give you. A, I'm not going to CVS. <laughs> Did this not the people has, yeah. you can give like the thirty bucks to go to CVS? <laughs> I mean, maybe he, this is how he I has mean, millions you know. of dollars are on the line here. Yeah, he does win like two point five million dollars. Uh, right. Although he had not had that. I'm it's sure he had one he just, yet. Yeah, I'm sure if he just walked out into the crowd and said. Hey, anybody got some allergy medicine? Like 18,000 yeah, people would have just thrown Zyrtec at them. Like, uh, 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 like, <laughs> like, it's just raining. Uh, it, does look like, it does look like he's an individual who maybe doesn't get allergies often. And, and for whatever he got them this time, because when he leaves the store, I, I'm not, I guess I'm not presuming that all of this was allergy medication, but you know, when you're like, you don't really know what you, you need, need some other you things. know, you, you have like some, you know, something is wrong and you get in your someone's like, you should go pick up this stuff and you go to the store. And then there's like 15 different types of thing for that thing. You're like, I don't know what Tylenol I need. And so you just buy like, you know, your NyQuil mm-hmm. and allergy med- and all this. Look at your really big bag of allergy medication when he left that store. Yeah, maybe yeah. just maybe why his card was declined. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, well, much you, I feel like that the caddy should also like have like a, a bunch of stuff like uh, like uh, should be prepared for anything. This now, is literally is- your job. You're a caddy. The, look, I don't know what the caddy's responsibilities is. I don't know if it's just like I hand the caddy things and the caddy carries them or is the caddy my personal like, OK, I'm the think he's a Gary from Beep. Like the assistant to the vice president? Yeah. Did, did anybody get that reference? No, that's no, fine. Tony. No, I, no. I got it. <laughs> but I don't know if it's just like, you just hand them stuff and say like, oh, here, hold this. Because that's what I assume caddies do. They carry things. Uh, but to go and like actually go gather something like uh, antihistamines, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Let's check the caddy rule book. Yeah, uh, that was so interesting. <laughs> Maybe uh, like we can get some insight into it. Like, uh, can you send you? I feel like you should be able to send the caddy down. They work for you, right? Mm-hmm. 
Also, no. I think allergy <laughs> medicine would be one of the top five things I would have if I was always there out in the grass. There is a lot of grass. Of grass. <laughs> I mean, I mean, just interesting choice to become a golfer if you're allergic to grass. You know, that's true. I don't yeah. know. Maybe it's a pollen really issue. Mm. I, I, I'm not sure exactly uh, how yeah, it works. The, in 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 Breakpoint, there it did seem to like that like they often had like big te- big teams like but yeah I guess his dad is just, so again like his dad isn't gonna go run out for him or whatever but yeah he doesn't he seem to, it does I, seem like I would go like buy allergy there. medicine for my son and he doesn't even make a lot of money <laughs> that's very nice of you mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah Grace it seems like that uh the, we watched two episodes of Full Swing uh yeah. each of the episodes seems like it was profiling two different people. Um, the way that these shows work, do they always, is it always like two people and then do they ever like go back around to like the top of the lineup and then will we come back to, uh, follow, uh, Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas again? So Breakpoint, which was only, uh, it was six episodes and they released and then, and then there's another six episodes coming in June. They, every episode was, they were profiling different, uh, uh, players. And sometimes like we did see, I think in episode two, like Justin Thomas had like a, like a, a small, a very small, like little thing to say in episode two, like he clearly gets interviewed. And so I'm really fascinated by this because with, with, with Breakpoint, I was really interested how they decide, like, did they go into this episode one being like, yeah, Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas, or they like actually do this with like a bunch of different people. And Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas clearly have the best story from episode one from the PGA uh, tour. And then, and then, that's how they decide uh, what to do. But typically, from what I've seen, um, the, in a single season, they will not go back. Although I have to say, I'm a bit of a, a drive to survive casual. So if I got that wrong, mm-hmm. um, that's fine. But yeah. for Breakpoint, they did not revisit. Like every episode is focused on different people. Well, in episode one, they focus on Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas, who are like real life best or close friends, uh, where. Yeah. Um, that Jordan Spieth is going to be the best man at Justin Thomas's wedding. They seem like that they ha- actually have like a actual relationship. But in episode two, they focus on like Brooks Kopka and Scotty Scheffler, who don't seem to actually have a relationship. They just seem like that they're at like opposite points uh, in their career. It's almost like that they're sort of like mirror images of each other and they paired them up that way. Yeah, what I what I thought was really good about Breakpoint was that you did they did have like each episode. I think they do a really good job in terms of one of the things I think that was really good about Full Swing from two episodes in is that it's a really well made. Uh, I feel like they've they all figured these are it out. super well made. Like that's, I feel like, goes without saying. I feel like they've sort of figured it out as well in terms of like the, you need a story to tell, and if you don't have a story, and so like in Breakpoint, it was a lot of like uh, the, the Breakpoint ten, tennis. It's like yeah, you only one person. It uh, doesn't lose essentially, right? Like if you make it to the finals and you lose, you have lost a game, and therefore you go home. You you when you lose, you go home. And so it was a lot of like, you know, how much can you do that until you lose? And 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 some people win and whatever. And, and in these first two episodes, I thought that they had these really tight stories, especially in episode one. I thought it was like tremendous that like the fact that they found Spieth and so not that they found them, but they chose to to highlight them. And Spieth is has sort of the upper edge on Justin Thomas. And uh, uh, is maybe playing better. And then Justin Thomas comes in and has this like sort of remarkable run. And even within his story of having a remarkable run, he also has this really bad day where he almost loses and then just narrowly. Like, that's like, how happy are you if you are Netflix and you get you get this story uh, for your first episode? It's like so good. Mm hmm. Grace, do we also know, are they telling the story like in whatever order they feel like or are they following the tour uh, throughout the entire, uh, like, like did, is the PGA Championship like yeah. the, the, the start of the season? Yeah, 
Yeah, it'll be uh, you know from my from what I believe it'll be chronological. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm saying though that that they must have to like they must be interviewing everybody at at the mm-hmm. uh, at the first tournament and like ho- and then and then trying to narrow in as they're going as to what's the best story for our episode one at this tournament because there's no way that they just happen to luck into getting Spieth and, and Justin Thomas. They must have like also been interviewing everybody else in hopes that like they get, in terms of who they can get they often don't i feel like these shows don't often yeah. get like the biggest well fans, yeah right? that's, a, that's uh, a big deal here because i think that while they do get a lot of access to the pga tour Chappelle, you will not be seeing tiger woods you'll be hearing about tiger woods and there's like footage of him like they'll film him <laughs> like walking by tiger woods uh is not participating with full swing no, and it's crazy because, like you said, they do two golfers every um, episode that we've seen so far, but they sprinkle Tiger Woods into the second episode. Like I thought, like, oh, this is about Tiger Woods and someone else. That, that's my first instinct when the uh, when I saw him because I was like, oh, they have to be centering this story around him because why else would you use him at this moment? Because you're going to take so much attention to the two people we're supposed to be learning about. And that's exactly what happened to me. I was like, okay, so what what's Tiger doing here? Like, what's he about to do? Is he about to make some, like, meteoric comeback because they were they were just building up on like the energy was in the room was changing and all this other stuff and what we ended up seeing was just like a, a guy struggle a lot you know like and that was tough to watch because mm-hmm. i really thought like oh we were about well, to get a lot of action here well breakpoint had the same thing where rafael nadal had a really great 2022 and so he features a lot because like sometimes these people who they're like hoping might make the final end up getting put against rafael nadal and they end up like losing or the stories that they can beat him that's like the thing and so i think that the the thing is that yeah they like tiger woods has like the uh, bj tour has agreed to have netflix there so tiger woods will not be uh interviewed he's not going to do a confessional and he's not going to be the center of any story but then they can use him to either highlight the pga tour or specific stories uh that they want to tell about these other people so i think like in this example like this whole this one turn is like yeah tiger woods is back after this like long thing and they can show like this i think what they're kind of trying to do in episode two with brooks uh uh kopeck uh is that how you pronounce his name i watched the whole thing um that like he tiger woods has a successor like how hard it is just be like like long running successful at golf. And so you have the story of Tiger Woods looming over like what it's like to not be the absolute superstar of the sport and be this like guy who's won a couple of things, but how hard it is to maintain this. So they'll use these large, these like really big figures who they'll never get to sit down for an interview Mm -hmm. because they probably all have to pay all these people and they're too much money, but they can use them to like enhance the stories what they're trying to tell. Sometimes it will work and sometimes it will not work. Well, I say this as somebody who does not really have like a great sense of the landscape of the PGA tour, but it seems like that, you know, you have like a bunch of like young guys and like newcomers who have uh, come along. And then also you have like this absolute like Titan of golf and of sports and like, just like one of the most famous people in the world in tiger woods. And there's just like, everybody is just like in awe of him, like walking around. Mm-hmm. It was incredible. It was, they were in awe of him, and then but the the episode just concludes with Tiger did really really poorly that day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, does he know that this is how you're going to portray yeah. him? Because I don't get me wrong, Tiger Woods knows that that happened. I'm sure he, he he's had bad days before, but at the same time, he doesn't seem like the type of person who would like to see his 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 uh fall from grace. No, uh, no disrespect, Grace. I'm, uh, I'm not pushing Tiger Woods yeah. at all. He's not yeah. falling for me. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? He don't, I don't know if he wanted to see that highlighted well, as much as it was in this episode. Well, one of the things that I thought was really interesting, I, I uh, uh, like, 
I don't know who wins any of these tournaments. And so I'm wondering, like, I have a friend, uh, uh, Mikey's a humongous golf fan. And I'm, I'm like, I wonder what his experience will be watching the show because like he knows what all the results are. So like he must watch the Justin Thomas, Jordan Spieth episode being like, oh yeah, I know how this plays out. Whereas mm-hmm. like, I'm like on the edge of my seat. Like I, I didn't know whether Justin Thomas was going to win uh, uh, that mm-hmm. tournament or not. Like I thought it was very fun, but uh, yeah, I mean, people watching be like, oh yeah, uh, who are like huge golf fans be like, Oh yeah, that's a really bad uh, tournament for Tiger Woods. It's very mm-hmm. weird that they're hyping him up. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and, and Tiger Woods is in the news uh, even uh, recently with uh, Justin Thomas, but maybe that's gonna have to wait till next year to our full swing season two. Let's uh, talk a little bit about the events that we see in the first episode of the show, where uh, we have like this, like a uh, you know great comeback, uh, which ends up happening, and you know for the show uh, in the first episode, really to have this story, um, Grace. Uh, we saw Justin Thomas. He was like uh, so far out of it, uh, where he's what five, six strokes behind uh, the announcer. Say he has like a. Yeah, one percent chance to win. One percent chance to uh, yeah. come back. I feel like you know Chappelle never say that uh, there's a one percent chance of something happening uh, now. <laughs> yeah, that just throws everything off. You say it, and it's kind of like okay, so it's probably either definitely going to happen. Like it's more like a fifty-fifty chance the moment you say that. It's like actually, it's a, it's a coin toss because uh, we've seen crazier things happen. Uh, crazier than this for sure i feel like that yeah uh at least 50 percent of the one percent things that could happen i feel like have (laughs) happened in the last few years right yeah that's true yeah we're in like a we're in like a twilight zone you know period of of the world i think yes i think we are yeah 100 um yeah they call it the uh so so i love this i love that uh i'm just gonna jump to the end of this uh the story where, where he wins and he like wants to soak in the the moment. And I just like, I feel like this is, I, let me start from the beginning. I, when I started this episode, I was like, all right, let's see. Like these are well-made documentaries. And then I was like, yeah, I don't, I'm not a huge golf fan. I'm not a huge golf. I've never played golf. I don't follow golf. I think it's, I think there's some interesting stuff just from sports. And then as I was watching, I was like, oh, this is a really, this is really well-made. It's really good. It's really interesting. I think it's doing a really good job. Um, and then I got reminded maybe why I don't love golf, which is he wins. And he's like, uh, uh, you know, I wish I could just like celebrate for a bit with maybe like my wife and my family. Like, no, we have to get you in front of a room of really rich white folks, and mm-hmm, we're gonna need mm-hmm. you to we're gonna need you to toast champagne. And so he runs off. But as he's being introduced, they do call it. He they call it the greatest comeback in golf history. I think is what they call it. So yeah, I mean that's pretty impressive. They they catch it for the documentary, greatest yeah. comeback. Yeah. yeah. I mean, should he be like getting like a Claritin commercial out of this, Chappelle? <laughs> he definitely should. At the yeah. very least. Um, do y'all think this is shenanigans? Is is big golf trying to sell us mm. something here? Like, was this all part of the script? Like, was ripped? Was this on the script? You know, like that's Did they get the script? Let's, yeah. Yeah, let's just talk about it. Okay. This amazing comeback, just that once in a lifetime, one percent story. It just happens to happen when Netflix is doing a documentary that is mm-hmm. going to go chase some golf fans. I don't look. Well, he's got to hit these shots. That's the thing. Uh, does CGI? he? We still got a, a lot of cuts. Yeah, a lot of cuts. Green screen or not green, but some other screen. You know. What if like, we look up the stats and he didn't win? This is just a Netflix. This is all fiction. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah I mean, the Disney I, version I, of this. I will say no disrespect to uh, the PGA and golf as a sport. I think if they're scripting it 
I, I feel like they can make it more exciting. <laughs> Ooh, okay. no, no, no. You need to elaborate. What's going on, Grace? You got you go full. I'm a pro wrestling fan. Go pull, full pro wrestling. Like, how yes. come uh, Spieth isn't hitting Jordan in the back of the, you know, with a chair after he he, he defeats him, you know? Like, or, do, really yeah. add some energy to the scripted nature of golf. Okay. Really yeah. Well, I think you route. could do that. I mean, they're not going to hit each other with a chair, but like, what mean? Well, like, what if he was like, <laughs> sleeping with his wife? I mean, they yes. know each other. They know each other. <laughs> they know each other. Yeah. No, and we look, follow them back. He goes to, the to house. CBS. He goes to CBS. They come back and, and he like sees a, them. He's sneaking out the window. Yeah. yeah yeah. yeah, or he's walking in the CVS and she's walking out. What what was she buying? Who knows? You know, I yeah. for me, yeah. I don't even need that much drama, but just give me some trash talk. Give me some like, so uh uh, you know, Justin, what what are you thinking about this competition? It's like, yeah, I'm about to blow them all out the water. They I need to see see me on the green, you know, that kind of thing. Uh give me some tension, you know, let me know that I, I want to root against some of these people or root, I need to know who the villains are, the heroes are. And I think that's what Drive to Survive did really well. Like, I knew who I was rooting for. I knew who I was yeah. rooting against. I knew their whole story. I knew who was beefing. Just give me some of those, like, cutaways and stuff like that during golf, you know, where you just see their interactions or hear, like, their backstories. I need all of that. They all mm -hmm. seem pretty friendly. Yeah. They I all seem pretty that. friendly. If anything, like, the enemy, the, the big bad of the series that they seem to be making out is talking about live golf of, like, oh... Have you heard about yeah. this? Have you like uh, I feel like that all of the promos like there's a new golf tour from Saudi Arabia trying to steal people. Very evil. Uh, that we we really don't like them. I I do think I think we watched the first two episodes. I do think there's going to be whether or not they paint people as villains, but I do think there's like in the previews there's very much this like uh, the the moral you know contempt of going over to play for live is like. They're going to pay a lot of money and that's Saudi money. Yeah. And so I do feel like they're going to very blatantly be like, yeah, that guy took a lot of money from Saudi Arabia and like, just leave it at that. I think it's like how you want to interpret whether that person <laughs> then becomes a villain or not. Um, but I, I agree that in, uh, in the first episode of Breakpoint, it's all about the bad boy of tennis, Nick Kyrgios. I feel like we didn't really get that. I feel like we, I feel like we could use a bad boy of golf, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we we got a we did get a bad boy of um of F1 as well in Drive yeah. to Survive. I don't remember which bad boy was the baddest, but we did get that storyline. Do you think every sport cuz Grace you you cover a yeah. lot of sports. Is there a yeah. bad boy of blank in every uh sport or what even like every career field? There should be if it would be more exciting for the mm -hmm. sport. There's a bad boy. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, Rob okay. Rob is the bad boy of podcast. Famously. famously. Mm -hmm. Uh so yeah. I think that the longtime bad boy of golf is John Daly. Uh you know that you know and he's like considered to be like uh, for I mean but he's been like the bad boy of golf for like 30 years. Is he a bad? Is he? A, um, I've never said bad boy so much, but is, he's a bad boy. What does he do? What does he? Uh, he's like he, he smokes and drinks. And yeah. He's he's yeah. Mikey's favorite golfer. Uh, is he no? He's known for like very very outrageous outfits yes. as well. Yeah, uh, some, controversial some figure. Yeah, he's got yeah. A okay. Yeah, he's he's pictures. got some subsections to his personal life section on Wikipedia. Yeah, okay, I see, <laughs> yeah. I see. definitely <laughs> some drop down menus there as well. Yeah, um, that's right. Yeah, learn but, more. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> I guess uh, according to Golf Digest, some of the other famous badasses are uh, Bubba Watson. Dustin he's Johnson. Playing. He's going to yeah. be in this, I believe. Or Dustin mm -hmm. Johnson. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Who's the bad boy of golf? John Daly comes up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think Jonah Hill. Is Jonah Hill going to play John Daly in a biopic? 
Wow. Yeah, yeah, the bad boy of acting. The bad boy of acting. Yeah, so I think that John, by comparison, like I think nobody can ever compete with John Daly for being like yeah. a personality on the golf course because that, yeah. I mean, so many of the guys are just like it's the same presentation. I got to yeah. be honest, like that. Um, uh, we watched the documentary on these people, and then if you put like Jordan Spieth and Justin and Thomas Justin and, and, and uh, you know, Scotty, Scotty Scheffler, Scheffler in a lineup yeah. and told me who's who, like, uh, I couldn't do it. Yeah. Um, I was wondering, right? We talked about you being the bad boy of podcast. Uh, I mean, we, you, we, you all talked about it. I didn't talk about it. Well, yeah. We uh, collectively, yeah. I was just wondering, Royal should we reach out to Netflix about doing uh, this type of documentary, but on podcast? Well, I, I thought about this um, I and, and I feel yeah. like that. I think it would play more like an SNL sketch than an actual <laughs> show. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I would have to agree. But do you think yeah. you should feel that they do such a good job of taking something that, that some, some folks would even not us uh, might say like, okay, Oh, this, a boring subject okay uh golf is not, not the most exciting thing in the world but they make it they make it like so gripping like could they do that with podcasting um yeah probably I mean, we we know the the catastrophes that could happen with podcasts we know like the last minute fixes that happen mm-hmm. rob you get a lot of calls to put out fires in the middle mm-hmm. of the night when it comes to these things you know like imagine the setup you you go to post the podcast everything's fine and then there, you get a million messages the next day and it's like the podcast isn't playing like the audio's gone and yeah. then everyone's calling you and then you get a phone call and somebody's rescheduling the podcast you're like I, I just need good. a moment yeah yeah they could just all they need is music and angles and it'll be fine mm-hmm. I, I joke about like um you know the plight of of the podcast which i'd say as a joke that like oh my god our job is so hard that we talk about like tv and stuff but like there is like there's things that you like you, you know you do deal mm-hmm. with you're like hey, you watch tv different i think like, that's really interesting like it totally changes how you watch yeah. tv and all of these things you know yeah. who would be the star of like the you know netflix sports uh podcasting show is is, uh, I think Sam Moore. I, I think that's yeah, that it, would know. be great. Like yeah. he's uh, like very panicked, like uh, very stressed, <laughs> yeah. like uh-huh. uh, oh, and he's managing yeah. like this all of this, right? Because you're like he's like yeah. got his boss, but they're following the life of Sam, and he's like, yeah, yeah I got a four thirty with Chappelle today, and like he's probably not gonna text back. <laughs> and it's like Sam just made me go get allergy medication today, right? Yeah, I'm at the Wegmans, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like he would bring the like uh, a lot of like yeah. uh, gravitas to like what's uh, what's going on, make it feel like yeah. very serious. That'd be great. We'll yes, it, and then follow him at a live show too. You know, oh, yeah. Yeah. well, that would be the episode. The episode. I think the whole like, yeah, the up to leading up to the live show and would the be the, show. Yeah. The, the live show, mm-hmm. and then it's Sam like, rises to the occasion. It would be a really good. Show. I mean, I'm telling you, and then like you, re- you legit have to deal with incredibly insane people. Like he has to deal with me at the live show. Like Chappelle, get the mic. What? Where are you? Ta- what are you talking about? I left the building. You know, <laughs> those kind of things. They, it would be good. They could do it. Yeah. That, Life is a movie. I mean, these producers are great. Grace, I know this, these are the same producers as Drive to Survive. They all, they also, mm-hmm. uh, Breakpoint is also the same producing team. I believe so, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And uh, they j- just like, uh, they've got the for- the Formula One down. They've, they yeah. really, they, they know what they're doing. Um, let's talk about the second episode uh, that we watched uh, also. Uh, and this one really uh, profiles Brooks Kopka and then. Uh, the antithesis of Brooks Kopka, uh, Scotty Scheffler, who 
they just paint as like a guy who's kind of like a, a wonder kid who's like uh, come along, went from like relative like nobody to just somebody who has just like been dominant, but also like uh, seemingly like uh, when they go like inside of his head, like there's nothing going on. Mm hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's too, yeah. Versus this guy who like is overthinking uh, uh, everything. Uh, it's like doesn't think he's very good at golf uh, either. So uh, I love is it in the first episode where the guy's like, I love this piece of advice. And I kind of like want to take it with is like when he has a he has like a bad day. The guy was like, but also you're like very, very good at golf. Like, let's just remember that you're like very, very good. You're like one of mm -hmm. the top 50 people in the world at this thing just because mm -hmm. you had a bad day. Like I was, I was joking with you before, but like, I thought it was very, they're like talking about like the plight of these, like Brooks Kopka is like, he's like, I'm having the worst day, whatever. And then, and then it will like flash. He came in like 48th and he won like 40 grand. And you're like, <laughs> that's like a pretty good day. I, I feel like that should be a pretty good day. Even though he's like totally bummed and stressed out and upset and wants to like quit this whole thing. Uh, he just made like 40 grand, which I'm sure is like not inexpensive to and travel around the world and play golf uh, but uh yeah just uh, uh just wanted to point that out yeah mm -hmm. uh it, you know that's a good point and he, he was very embarrassed as well and that's a, probably another thing that you don't really feel on a large scale for a very long time in certain sports because today's basketball game there's the next basketball game and somebody else is going to screw up trust me you know the you miss a, ta a tackle right now four plays from now somebody else is going to miss a tackle you know you can't really put a lot of these losses on one person even though sometimes it is heavily on one person is like if it comes down to something that is just you know as simple as one play or something like that it's like you could have probably done better throughout the game whereas here everything is on one person's shoulders the entire time like literally in their shoulders and so if that person is having a bad day it's like stop having a bad day you need to win and and they can't they can't do it and it's like no matter how hard they try they're making it worse and people are going ooh. And, you know, and like people are walking away, leaving their their uh, their area because there's nothing to see here. Like it's very, like uh, you know, kind of invasive in a way. So I, I felt uncomfortable even just witnessing that from their point of view, because I don't think I can handle it. How about the waste management? Uh, uh, no, that was that was dope. Well, they're booing yeah. people. They're booing. No, them. I, I appreciate that though, because mm -hmm. that's that's yeah. kind of like that's like it's part of the environment. Like they boo you, but you can like flip them off. Like yeah, you know, like yeah. that's the wrestling element that we. That need. is a wrestling element. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's so wild, Grace, that they have this one tour where it's like a stop where it's just like really just like rowdy and crazy. Yeah, I, yeah, Phoenix. What's going on in Phoenix? I, I a lot of crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, I believe it was last. Was it? Is there a hole? I think there was a thing last year. Like, if you score a hole in one on that, there's also this like. Uh, that's where like they throw beer at you. I think. Or yeah, something. they throw something beer. Like, beer cans. Yeah. yeah. Um, they throw beer at you if you get a hole in one. They throw beer at you uh, for any reason. It seems in the documentary they were mm -hmm. throwing beer at you if you did poorly. See, I was. I thought there was a story last year, but then it does see like there's a story from like a week ago. John Ram put at 16 Hole Sparks chaotic scenes at Waste Management Phoenix Open. Oh my god! Uh, yes. But she just, I guess he just had a long putt. And I these people it. are doing great because Chappelle. I gotta imagine uh, a beer at the Waste Management Open is probably like fourteen fifty. Yeah. Oh, at least. And these these people are they're just so rowdy. They're just waving their polo shirts over their head. Lacoste is flying everywhere. <laughs> Goddamn fairies are on the ground. You know, like, oh my God, this, this is crazy. Uh I, I but I appreciate this. What I didn't appreciate was all the trash. And then I realized, oh, it's waste management. Waste management. They probably just, that's nothing. For them. That's like a day, you know, that's like, all right, we're we the trash people. It's cool. It could uh, me. So that, what a great bit to like let people throw trash. You're like, don't yeah. worry, we're the waste management. Open. We're the waste management people. We're going we to yeah. get it. We got it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wait till uh, you see this golf course. It'll be pristine. <laughs> yeah. But see, yeah. that's what I'm talking about. Like, even if you waste do like management. a golf game. We're in our bag. 
<laughs> no. Um, like, you know, like those golf games that they have. Like, I appreciate more of these, like, really, like, okay, if you got different levels and one of the levels is like the waste management level and there's like a beer can in the way and you have to navigate that in your putt. That's just mini putt. That's just yeah. mini putt. Yeah, mini golf. Well, that's a professional sport too. My old boss used to play uh, mini golf and I didn't know this because I guess it's not something you have to advertise. Uh, so one day I had walked into his office and he's like, I like, like was looking over his shoulders uh, talking to him about uh, uh, like work and he like has one of his tabs. It's like the mini golf world championships. Like, are you watching mini golf? He's like, no, nah, I'm just uh, sizing up my competition. I said, oh God, wow. <laughs> like, I didn't know this was a thing. Do you, what do you mean size them up? It's, yeah. it's mini golf. How, how much could there be to look at? Just, you know, do they have caddies? Like, yeah. I think you should use the putter. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hit the windmill. Trust me on this one. Like, yeah. Um, <laughs> Also, I need some allergy medication. Yeah. yeah. Who's, who's, the, who's the bad boy of mini golf? Yeah, that's yeah. right. I want to Your know. boss. Chappelle, does, yeah. is, is there a tour for the mini golf championships? And should that so. be the, the next Netflix mm, documentary? And it's, and it's not a national thing. It was an international championship. Like, this is a worldwide, like, this is the Olympics of mini golf, I'm sure, mm -hmm. that this man was preparing for. But it was just so funny to me because I didn't know that was a thing. Now, and I'm not going to discount anybody's sport. If you tell me it's a sport, it's a sport, damn it, because I can't do it. And so uh, when they said mini golf, I said, okay, cool. Cause uh, there's no chance in the world where I would be in like any, I'm not meddling in any mini golf competition for, for, for any reason. Like I suck at all these things. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, there's a whole website. Gov.minigolfsport.com is the world mini golf sport federation. I'm telling you. Wow. Yeah. There's even mind. an anti-doping tab on their website. Anti-doping? <laughs> it's the fourth tab. Anti-doping. Mm -hmm. In mini golf? golf. What are they mm -hmm. testing you for? Uh, yeah, what, are they performing? Like, I guess that you can performance enhance anything, I guess. <laughs> so maybe it's like whatever skills yeah. you need for mini golf, if you take the right whatever, then you get better at it. I don't know. Well, they're coming back this year. The World Championships in 2023, first time since COVID-19, they're going to be held in Sweden. Not the first time since COVID they're being held in Sweden. It's the first time the championships are being held and they happen oh, okay. to be being held mm -hmm. in Sweden. Yeah. So, wow. Uh, mm. So, let's go. I'd like to talk a little bit about Brooks Kopka, who I think was a pretty mm -hmm. good like uh, reality star here in uh, this uh, second episode. And we really spent a lot of time with Brooks Kopka and his wife. Uh, and, and I wonder if they were maybe angling for maybe this golf thing isn't going great. Maybe that they could uh, get a reality series out of this. Her and Je uh, Jenna Sims, right? Uh, is is uh, his, his wife, girlfriend. Uh, she's uh, yeah. Yeah. They could be on their own TV show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They were the most entertaining part about Brooke because Brooks was like very down on themselves the whole time, you know? So I was like, man, I really give me some like, energy you know uh but i mean when you are addicted to winning and you're not winning it kind of it kind of sucks you know and we got to watch like his whole struggle throughout that episode um jenna sims has been in three movies i think all might be a good fit for the uh crappy movie diaper yes uh, what are uh, they attack of the 50 foot cheerleader okay reheaded shark attack and sharknado 5 global swarming wow those yeah. are the three movies that she has been in the 50 foot cheerleader one probably sounds the most entertaining for me. Uh -huh. I, I think, yeah. I uh -huh. think that one, that one's wild. Uh, yeah. 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 I, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. The Sharknado, you know, it's been done five times. I just apparently. like that. She, yeah. That she's in five. She's in yeah. five. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. What's her Oh, do you know what co-stars on three headed shark attack? This is a give wild, 
Danny Trejo and then pro wrestler Rob Van Dam. Oh, wow. Rob Van Dam. RVD? RVD. Yeah. yeah the whole Did they have show. to do a frog yeah. splash? <laughs> I guess. I guess so. Yeah. On the shark. Anyway, that's tremendous. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's uh, so interesting. Um, uh, yeah. Brooks Kepka. I thought it, yeah, I thought he was very, uh, very fun. I love uh, the mentality to set up a trophy case with a bunch of places left to put trophies is really interesting. I don't know that I would do that. I, I don't think that that's for me to be like, look at all the places where I have not won trophies yet. But I guess if you're like high uber competitive and like need the like something to fuel you, it's a very interesting thing that he has all these like trophies, uh, empty, mm -hmm. empty, empty cases on his, on his wall. No, no, no. I'm, you know, not as skilled enough to, to at anything, at any given thing to ever assume I'm going to get a bunch of trophies <laughs> for it. And so yeah. I was impressed that he even just had like, you know, like that's some audacity there. Cause every day you walking past that thing and it's basically yeah. telling you that you suck. Like you didn't win this one. Remember you missed this one. That's just me in yeah. life. Like I don't need a, a case to, to do that, you know? Yeah. Um, so more, more power to him. Yeah. And for Brooks Kopka, that he has had success in the past, but it's been a minute since he's tasted victory. And it just seems like he's getting further away from it. And he says like a, at a couple of different points, he's like, I, I would trade all of the past success just to just to taste it again one more time. No, he said, I give away all the money. Money. Oh, the money. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. He's never going to give up those successes. He liked to win too much. Yeah. But he's like, I, now, just I need don't that know if feeling. he consulted with Jenna Sims about that decision. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. His really interesting. I wonder whether they're going to uh, focus on him in future episodes. I know some people might have watched uh, ahead and, and might know. I don't think he'll be the highlight of an episode, but he does have a very interesting 2022, I would just say. I would just say that. Oh, yeah. oh really? should I spoil it? I don't know if I should yes. spoil it or not. I feel like it's not spoil a spoiler. It? It's last year. It's right? real life, right? It's real yeah. life. This is the thing that's yeah. very difficult. Okay. He he ends up joining Liv. Oh, he, he, in yeah. In June, he he goes and joins Liv, and he actually does win one of the tournaments in, in October. So it's oh. very very interesting. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yes. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. So he's, he says he'll give away all his money. He also <laughs> maybe made a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to go play for Liv. So yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. I, I am very fascinated by how they're going to uh, portray all of the stuff with the live golf, uh, because, uh, you know, live golf, of course, uh, the big storyline is, of course, you know, it's backed by uh, uh, Saudi Arabian money and mm -hmm. there are all sorts of uh, different, you know, human rights issues involved with that Uh but I, I do find it a little like hypocritical that I feel like that all of the like, oh, the, the you know, that Saudi Arabian money is very, you know, wh where it comes from. Very. That's very bad. Uh, obviously, you know, we're on a high moral high ground. But I don't feel like that there's a lot of like scrutiny about like where the rest of the money that finances the PGA tour comes from. Like, I feel like that there's no like a three point eight million dollars. Like, where, where are we getting that from? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody else is like, oh, what does this uh -huh. company do? Yeah, when 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 speed, or no, sorry, Justin Thomas goes and he like he's like, no time to celebrate. We we got a like a toast champagne with all these like club members. I don't know who they are. I like, mean, not yeah, even like the, the 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 club members, but also like you know like uh, all these like companies they wear like logo for like uh yeah. like what is this what does this company do? Like should we uh -huh. explore? Should we explore that? Like no no, no it's it, they're cool. They're with us. Uh, but like uh, the live stuff is like you know very much like hey. We're the PGA. We do. We do not. <laughs> you know, we're 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 uh, we have only like the highest of standards of anybody that gives us money. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's no ethical consumption or capitalism. So, 
It is what it yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, I don't um, know. Those are good questions, though, because this is golf. You know, you're paying these people a lot of money to come in, like Grace said, to come in like 54th place. Like, well, you got you just got it to give away. You know, just you just got extra, huh? Mm-hmm. There, there's just you just got all this money and you'd rather just keep on, um, you know, it, making great fake grass. So part of the live thing, right, was that people could get signed and you would get a for sure amount of money. I believe each mm-hmm. like you're guaranteed money. Whereas when you play in the PGA, that is brutal that if you go for the first two days and you do not, you get cut, you make literally no money from coming to play in this tournament. Isn't mm-hmm. that wild? That is wild. That, I kind of like that, that though. Risk. You like yeah. it? Yeah. You to survive. You know, you got to win. <laughs> yeah. It's a meritocracy. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then it's also golf, you know, like yeah. if you're going to be out here slowing us down. Then, you I mean, eat what you kill. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know. The think- PGA tour. I think that no matter what place anybody comes in, we should all split the prize money equally. I think. Yes, Grace. Just, <laughs> so some golfer just like just like crashes. Yeah. I'm starting a new league, a socialist golf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Golf. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So in mm-hmm. this second episode, we also get to see uh, the profile of uh, Scotty Scheffler, who just you know comes across as like completely like unbothered on the whole tour. There's one point that they're they're at the Masters, right? Uh, and uh-huh. they're just like, uh, and he's just like talking, and he's like talking to the caddy, like, uh, you know, what's really annoying. <laughs> My wife, she eats pretzels. Like, over eats popcorn. No, popcorn. Yeah, yeah popcorn, popcorn in the bed. Uh, Caddy's okay. like, oh, the worst, the worst. Yeah. yeah. This guy, this guy, it's just everything just comes so naturally to him. We hate him. We love Brooks, 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 Brooks. Um, yeah. I love Scotty Sheffer. I love that. I love that he's like, not, he's like, yeah, obviously when I'm golfing, I concentrate on golf, but like, you know, and that in between time, yeah, I'm not talking yeah. about my wife eating popcorn in bed. It's very annoying. Mm-hmm. I think there was a moment too where they were like, if you ask him what he, what's he thinking, he's, he's not thinking anything because he's winning. He's like, oh, okay, dang, he just got it all together, huh? Yeah. And then by the end of the uh, episode, it's like, hey, I don't even know who won that, that, crazy uh, golf turn- tournament I was in. I did so poorly. I wasn't even paying attention. They go, you know who won? He's like, Scotty. Mm-hmm. Damn, yeah. damn, Scotty. Yeah. Like, you, you're damn right it was. Yeah. <laughs> but I want to go back to the popcorn in bed. Uh, Chabon, yeah. would you ever eat popcorn in bed? Yeah, of course I would. I mean, like, I, I, it's not like it's not like a go-to. And if I can avoid it, I will. But if, if necessary, yeah, I'm eating popcorn in the bed. It's wow. not going to kill me. And I'm also a very neat eater. So I'm neat not going to have like Popcorn everywhere, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's gonna be in that little bag. I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna get too reckless because what do you sleep on a kernel or something like that? You don't want to do, do that, right? How do you eat popcorn? I feel like there's no way to eat popcorn but to grab as much of it as you can in a hand and try to get See, as much of it in your mouth as possible. And th- yeah, that's that's like traditional wisdom. But I'm telling you, if you just mm-hmm. pick up one, if you eat as much as you can fit in your mouth, I mm-hmm. promise. Like if you picked up two or three pieces. Yeah, I swear you could you it lasts yeah, longer. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah, you don't make a mess. Great, so you're gonna oh be done God. with the popcorn before the movie starts if you do it that I way. Do that a lot where I'm like, yeah. oh, the movie's starting and I have finished my popcorn. <laughs> it's like, I go to the movies a lot. Right? I know, I know, yeah. I know. Uh-huh. I would never yeah. do it. I would be like, it would make me not enjoy the movie if I was in uh, watching a, like a movie, like we we're watching a movie in bed and my and yeah. my wife was like eating a bowl of popcorn. I would be like, this is a, not enjoyable for me. I'm watching every it, like, yeah. It's not the kernel, uh, like a kernel. That's easy enough to like pick up. It's the like, the like part kernel, you know, the like yeah, shred yeah, of a yeah, kernel, yeah. the like the, the smush shred. now pop, the smush the, like the piece broken of seed. Yeah, I don't. I generally don't 
eat in bed though. So yeah, me neither. Mm-hmm. I, I avoided at all costs. What about like said, the Doritos when you were recovering from your sickness, Chappelle? <laughs> if you if you read my tweet, I was up doing the Dougie as well, uh, <laughs> trying to, try to shake it off. Um, mm-hmm. No, I don't. I don't like to eat in bed. I like to be comfortable because I, I eat a lot of food, and like so, I need to be sitting down. I need to be like some sturdy location or something like that. I to, uh, ground myself. If you, will. I guess I'm a hypocrite though because I do. I do eat food i eat snacks on the couch and i do fall asleep on the couch a lot as well so you Mm, know that's fair i didn't think about that yeah Yeah. i got that one too you got me there grace yeah (laughs) grace were there any of the storylines from uh the second episode that uh you thought were really interesting no i mean i think we pretty much nailed it it was you know top cup doubting himself and Scheffler like n- never doubting anything ever in the world. That was really fun. You know, it's, it's, I think sometimes you're going to get these like pairs that like, yeah, they're not all going to be best friends and they're not all going to, you know, whatever. So I think maybe a little bit um, for Scotty Scheffler, who like he does end up winning the masters uh, is one of the, I think he's still ranked pretty high, if not number one uh, uh, in the world. Yeah. He's the current world. Number one, um, maybe a little underutilized for Scotty Scheffler, but I guess also like to your point sometimes about reality TV, Rob, it's like, they're going to give you what they got. And if this is kind of all they got from Scotty Scheffler, then that makes sense. You know? Oh yeah. Well, uh, Brooks cop is just such a better like reality TV figure than, uh, Scotty Scheffler. Like, I feel like that the people with the most flaws are often, uh, as, as we've learned over the years, uh, the most interesting fodder for the reality show, Chappelle. Uh, yeah, your boy Danny Bonaducci was such good TV. How's I mean, he my I boy? Know him. And so um, <laughs> there was such good TV watching him navigate the world being himself. Like it was like literally being Bonaducci. Um, and it was hard to watch, but also very compelling television. Uh, and so you got to want a Brooks who is going to be, you know, kind of having these uh, internal battles as well as this external struggle. So you can watch it and hope that there's going to be like some type of happy ending or some upswing here. I just didn't really like that there wasn't. Yeah. I I didn't really like that. I didn't like that. They didn't kind of resolve it to where it looked like, you know, there was happiness there. It just kind of looked like, and that's the story of Brooks Mm -hmm. on to the next thing. I really wish you'd gone back and even got more of the, um, what was it? Uh, was it Justin, Justin in the first one? Yeah. Like they both did poorly. I want to see if they like come back from it. Yeah. Well, they only could, there's only so much of the year they could use Brooks Kopka before he goes and signs for lives. Yeah, <laughs> true. Fit all this content in uh, in the first few months of the year. Yeah, but, yeah. That's but I want the follow up. You're right. Where he goes into lives and then and then like now we have like the, the the whole story arc is done. You know, like I'm the villain of this story now, and uh, you know I wasn't appreciated over there, but now look at me shining in this place. Like that's what I want. Give me the whole story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Grace, I see that there are eight episodes up of Full Swing. Do you know, is Mm -hmm. this and uh, in episode eight, it's uh, the description says as the season winds down. So do do you know, is is it just uh, eight and that's it? Or is this like one of these Netflix things where it's like this is eight, but it's then there's going to be a second eight coming? I, I think that's probably it. Uh, You know, it's it's so weird because, yeah, uh, Drive to Survive does 10 all at once. And then this show is done eight all at once but then breakpoint did four it did five and five i think is what's happening mm-hmm. between january and then june first is the set, second, second set yeah first set second set yeah so i would assume this is this is this is it um uh but part of me thought that like with what happened with breakpoint was that more that like they still needed time because the season would have just ended they wanted mm. more time. so that's why they broke up the season but full swing seems to have been able to yeah. just get the whole thing done 
February 15th. Yeah, yeah. my review on this is very watchable. The episode uh, run times are very manageable. Like uh, this isn't a show where you're getting like, uh, you know, hour long episodes. Like the episodes are like, you know, 40, 42 minutes, uh, eight episodes. Very easy to just like, uh, you know, knock this out. And I think if you are, you know, even have like a passing interest in golf, I think this is a fun one to watch. Mm-hmm. And I, I appreciate these uh, Netflix series because in my mind, they make me like a very casual fan of these sports now because I, uh, you asked me prior to this conversation or, the, uh, you know, this um, series you asked me about golf. I couldn't name like four active golfers. I just couldn't because it's just something that I just don't pay attention to. But now in my mind, if I hear these people's names, I'm kind of like, oh, I know a thing about that person, you know, and now I know kind of like a little backstory. It, make, it might make me a little bit more interested to care about what's going on in golf. And I, cause I know it did for Drive to Survive for a minute. Cause I, we, we tweeted out the links and, you know, Twitter was like, oh, so you like, you mm-hmm. like race car driving, right? Mm-hmm. And so I would get all these articles and stuff. And I, every now and then I'd say, oh, I know him. So I, I appreciate that. It was really good, Rob. It, it really was. It mm-hmm. just, if you're a golf uh, fan, you might really, really like it because it gives you like, the backstory to uh, the main story, which you always watch. Yep. And as Grace alluded to earlier, uh, season five of Drive to Survive is coming uh, this week to uh, Netflix. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's all look, it's all happening. If you yeah. like this format, uh, you are ready. You're eating on Netflix right now. Yeah, I'll look up some coverage of Drive to Survive, I think, uh, for sure, on uh, on the Offspeed pod. I, I, I did say, we, we talked about whether we're going to cover full swing on Offspeed. Uh, my, my good friend, Mikey, who is my golf, was is a little bit out of town. There's a slight chance, I mentioned last night, that he might be able to be around. So so there might be, we might get to cover the, the other six episodes. We shall see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about what else is coming up here on Netflix as uh, we are getting close to uh, the end of February. And I think it might be fun just to take some inventory here of what's going on over at Netflix as we take a look at what's coming uh, next week. Okay, Chappelle, uh, looking at what's hot right now, do you have any things uh, that you want to comment on? Um. By the way, I, your, I your place or mine still at number three. Uh, you I doubted do it. I have to acknowledge that. I, yeah. yeah, I I did. I really thought Netflix was going to be uh, releasing a lot of new and inciting con- uh, content. And instead, Netflix decided to re-release Two Guns um, <laughs> and to the movies. <laughs> um, you know, Medea still in the top 10 mm-hmm. per usual. You people, Lyle Lyle Crocodile, after a, a what 10-year hiatus, is back in the top Scrack. 10 somehow. Yeah. yeah, Netflix. Was, they could take the old and turn it new again. Make it, uh, uh, you know, make it hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am truly shocked by make that. Make it popping. Uh, of course, uh, Joe Goldberg uh, still dominating at uh, number one. Yeah, as he will, he will for a little bit yeah. because people are nuts. But yeah, I'm looking, and I mean, there's nothing really pops out to me. It's like, oh, I gotta see this now. The Woman King is on there, but of course, you know, that was like a like like highly regarded and uh, like released in theaters and stuff like that. Netflix is kind of just resting on its laurels right now. Mm-hmm. Good time for uh, the woman. A little. I actually, I was gonna say good time. It's actually bad time. It didn't get nominated for anything. It should have released it sooner, so it had some buzz going into the Oscars. Because uh, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. Uh, good movie. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. So we've got some stuff coming uh, this week. Uh, we mentioned Formula One, but there's one that uh, is interesting to me. Uh, it's called We Have a Ghost. Yeah. Coming Friday. 
All right. Mm-hmm. Grace, are you aware of We Have a Ghost? I saw it coming up on Netflix and then I look at the cast and I'm like, what a good, what a fun little cast. David Harbour and uh, Anthony Mackie both in We Have a Ghost. Yeah. Okay. Uh, after finding a ghost with a murky past haunting their new house, a family becomes internet sensations and the targets of a shadowy government agency. It's a family movie. Build as a, what did I see? Like goofy comedy, mm-hmm. uh, horror, heartfelt, goofy horror comedy. Yeah. Classic. I mean, we we kind of have to do it, Rob. It's right there. We okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, to me, it reminds me of uh, a little bit of uh, the Curse of Bridge Hollow that we did back at Halloween. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've done a lot of spooky stuff here on Nothing But Netflix. And even though it's not spooky season, I think this is a black ass movie from what I can tell. And this is Black yeah. History Month. So and, I think we can okay, good. Uh, yeah, we, and we haven't done enough. Uh, yeah. And uh, Jennifer Coolidge uh, is also there. And oh, wow. Kick Nataro, who uh, we talked about last week. Yeah. What a cast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nah, this this I feel like this is my, if it's not number one on Netflix, I think this is number one in my heart. So if, if it if it pleases the court, I would like to do this. All one. right. We have a ghost coming up uh, next week. Should be a fun one. Uh, you know, I do love uh, where we can, uh, you know, jump on a movie uh, early on. Uh, some other stuff that's uh, coming to Netflix uh, later on in, uh, you know, f- uh, f- late February, early March. Um, what's interesting is that there is going to be. I think this is a first that I can recall. They're doing a Chris Rock stand-up special live on March 4th at uh, 10 p.m. Eastern. Chappelle, uh, uh, we have uh, a live comedy show here on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it would be the kind of thing that would be great to podcast. I just think it's interesting that Netflix is doing this. Yeah, Netflix has to like reinvent itself all the time because it just won't do what we want it to do, which is uh, mm-hmm. give us cheap movies for, you know, uh, just, that's it. Just give mm-hmm. us new cheap movies. That's all we want. We want to we want to watch and we want our stuff that we like to just stay there forever. I want to be able to know that 10 years from now, Survivor Token Teens is still going to be there. and You're not going to take it down in 30 days. You know, mm-hmm. that's what we want from Netflix. But Netflix won't do that. So they have to go above and beyond and make these interactive games. And now, uh, I guess, live comedy specials. Um, and I'm not shocked that it's Chris Rock because Chris Rock is a good comedy special always. Historically, also, yeah. Yeah, but also, you know, he's been, he was, uh, he's kind of topical, you know, um, mm-hmm. in the last year or so. It's been some Chris Rock drama. So I would like to see it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think there's a downside to doing a live event for Netflix, right? So they can try it. And like, this is the thing, like, you know, even like these HBO shows that are like, you know, the only thing that are premiere, you know, you got to be there to watch it. You can also just wait and not watch it and then you can binge it, right? Like every show is mm-hmm. actually a bit, can be a binge show, right? Yeah. So you get the best of both worlds when you do this live event thing. You try Chris Rock, do it. If it works, yeah. it works. And if not, people will just watch it unless you can't watch it later. But I can't imagine that. Ooh, no, I th- I'm you, sure you can. That's the move. Yeah. But that's the move, right? What if what if what if they bring back cable? You know, like and they're just doing <laughs> yeah. the thing where okay, Netflix is having a one-time event. It's coming up and yeah. if you miss it, you just miss it. And the only thing like and because of the way Netflix has its like blockers up, like you can't really screen record it. Like if somebody like if somebody actually wants to record yeah. it, it has to be like recorded on like a cell phone uh or something like a bootleg they even. Take your phone away. Yeah. Yeah, but, but like, yeah. give me something like that to where it's kind of it's must like must view television. We all have to be sitting in the same spot. I know it's been yeah. done, but I'm telling you, we like yeah. this vintage thing. Here. I do think it's going to be big. Uh, March fourth, ten p.m. It's a Saturday night. I'm sure you go on Twitter. Like, people are going to be live tweeting that uh, Chris Rock special. 
Yeah, this is gonna be yeah, huge. It's, it's smart. I, I do think like I, you know, Netflix is I think kind of stuck in this thing in terms of um, I, I think that like to get engagement on like Netflix shows often just like come out and then they're kind of gone out of the zeitgeist, the cultural conversation. I think they've been trying a little bit to extend that. Uh, this is also like quarterly, like trying to get people to renew. But with Stranger Things, they broke it up, you know. Um, but they're so stuck in like in Netflix drop shows all at once. So I think this is mm-hmm. interesting to try and be like. Actually, you can watch it first here. Come watch it live. I think it's very interesting. Yeah. 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 W- one other thing I want to mention, uh, because uh, Grace is here with us, is another thing coming to Netflix uh, March 1st. It's called Cheat. Uh, it is a British game show. Okay. Right oh. in your right in your wheelhouse, Grace. Yes. Uh, and it's advertised as a bunch of lion weasels uh, on March 1st. <laughs> Equal parts brains yeah. and blagging. I don't know, Grace, what's blagging? Blagging. B l a g g i n g. Blagging. Is that uh, obtaining something by using persuasion or guile? Yeah. This yeah. quiz show expects and encourages encourages contestants to cheat their way to a cash prize. The one rule: don't get caught. That's kind of fun. That's a fun. You know, there's no rules. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Looks Hosted like- by Danny Dyer. So yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, interesting. Yeah. And then uh, just circling back to uh, comedy shows, I have to say, Chappelle, in my own personal Netflix viewing, um, the First Lady of Podcasting and I have been just like bouncing around to uh, Netflix comedy in that we, we don't have to follow the plot. And it's like, uh, like we can like, uh, like uh, have a conversation. It, it's been very fun. Just like, OK, we're watching something. We're not just flipping through. What do you want to watch? What do you want to try? Do you want to start a new thing? Um, you just use put one on, and then if it stinks, go to the next one. Yeah, I, I heard you've been. Have you been watching what? Sweet and juicy. Sweet and juicy. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, lo- I loved yeah. it. Yeah, that's your bag. Yeah, Shen Wang. Uh, I, yeah, when I was growing up, I was uh, I used to watch Comedy Central for fun. Like I would just yeah. watch it instead of cartoons. Um, and I remember watching just stand up special after stand up special after stand up special. And then when they would switch to some television show, I would just turn it off and go watch cartoons again. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got like a real, like I'm real close to the stand up life just of watching these, these, these specials my whole life. Uh, and so I would check out one of these. I don't know. Again, I don't know if it's fun podcasting, but no, it wouldn't be. You, I don't think it'd be yeah. good a podcast. Um, but like, I think they should have like a top 10 also for like the stand up specials. Cause I feel like they're neither movies nor TV. Uh, yeah, I think we could. I think we could do a a, a podcast about a stand up special. What you would do is just like whatever the comedian is talking about, you just like riff on it. It right? would be like a, I think a better like a Renap episode of like it's just yeah. like, it would be like banter to talk about like uh, you know Shang Wang talked about like uh, going to Costco uh, and talk yeah. about like mm-hmm. going to Costco. And then we just for a while. talk about Costco for yeah. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, t- I'm telling you, look, I just I pissed for the wheel on, on our sister. On our sister podcast, Renap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if you mm-hmm. the mother podcast, anyway, yeah. So if you decide to do <laughs> that, is mother. Probably. Everybody says yeah. that on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, mother. yes. Okay, Renap, the way Akiva mothered last week. Yes, for sure. Okay, yeah. all right, Grace. I know you are always uh, one of the busiest podcasters. Uh-huh. Uh, what are you up to these days? Lots of stuff. Mostly The Last of Us doing the recap with Mike Bloom each Sunday and then uh, Video Game Club with Taryn. It's been a lot of fun covering Poker Face. Uh, as you said, a well-made cheeseburger of a TV show. It's mm-hmm. been very fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and Post Recaps Theater. Uh, movies each week with Ariel. Uh, we're covering... Uh, uh, this, uh, we covered Magic Mike's The Last Dance last oh, week and whoa. the Titanic re-release uh, 25-year anniversary. And we'll be covering Ant-Man mm-hmm. and the Wasp Quantumania, which is getting terrible I reviews. But I, love, oh, I loved it. 
that. I thought it was so fun. Don't it's listen fun. to what the movie uh, industry would have you believe. Big They're trying that. to keep you away from Ant-Man. <laughs> that's right. That's what the industry, the movie industry is saying. Don't go see Marvel movies. That's what, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. that's what they're saying, I think. Yeah. Uh, and also covering Dark, if you're a fan of a Netflix, a Netflix show. My favorite, my favorite scripted show of all time, a Netflix show. Oh, my God. Show. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's uh, nothing but Netflix. Uh, it's, it's very dark, as the name implies. But mm-hmm. yeah, we're doing a full rewatch of Dark, uh, a brilliant season, uh, three season show on TV. And I'm on Twitter at Hi From Grace. Uh, don't miss uh, February uh, 20th, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern. We're playing Sushi Go for RJP Game oh, Night. Yeah. Um, yeah. Allie Lasher, Maggie Morgan, Mike Bloom, Marianne from Survivor 42, uh, and, and Aaron Robertson. Should be very fun. So okay. check it out. All right. Uh, Good crew. All right. Grace, always a pleasure to have you back here with us on Nothing But Netflix. Thanks for having me on. Okay. All right. And then Chappelle, what's coming up for you this week? Um, Okay. I got a lot going on this week. It's going to be a busy one. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, So, of of course, here on Rob Has a Podcast, uh, I will be talking about Australian Survivor with Shannon and Rob on Thursday. Oh, that's official? We're doing that? Yeah, I think okay. so. I think I was I think I was tapped for that. So that's a yeah, well, Shannon was like, oh, like I'd love to talk to Chappelle for uh Australian Survivor. I'm like, bring him, bring him in. Let's get him. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna talk about uh Australian Survivor. It's gonna be a good time. There won't what be is. any like headbutting between me and Shannon. We're both on the same page with this season, so it's gonna be fun. Yeah, I uh like you know saw that there was like some uh got some like it was a buzzworthy. I was I saw that uh made some Made some headlines with some of my comments about Australian Survivor. It's like, oh no, go on. What what happened? Still got it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look at you. Still got um, it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, of course, we talk about uh, Australian Survivor, but Survivor Forty Four is coming, and so uh, the Survivor Forty Four draft we uh, about a week from uh from now or whatever and so check that out as well on Rob has a podcast. You'll get to see uh what happened after last season's uh. Uh, interesting finale who mm-hmm. won and uh, what's going to happen this season coming up and who's going to pick the winner. Uh, so again, check that out on uh, RHIP over on post show recaps. I am uh, covering a lot of things, a lot of things. Uh, me and Puya have the premiere of Bel Air season two on post show recaps coming soon. So you can check out the Bel Air, a post show recap uh, on wherever you get your podcast to keep up with that. Uh, also um, me and Ariel will be covering uh the 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 I won't say the rise and fall, but the story of Meredith Gray over on Gray, for Gray's Anatomy. Very uh, exciting. Yes. Yeah. So, so yeah. this is Ellen Pompeo's last season of Gray's Anatomy, and so uh, Ariel and I are going to pay homage to uh, to Meredith. Uh, she she will probably still be on the show in various capacities, but she's not going to be one of the main characters and stuff like that. So we're going to talk about the craziness that is Meredith Gray, and then we might even get into more characters in the future. So check that out on Post Show Recaps. Um, Latanya, Mari, and I are going to be covering the final season of Snowfall on what we're calling the Post Show Recaps Connect. It's where we talk about the Black shows, y'all. Uh, where we, we kind of talked about Insecure, we talked about Atlanta, and now we're talking about Snowfall. So check that out on Post Show Recaps. Uh, if you're already subscribed to our Atlanta feed, you'll see that automatically. If not, we'll make sure to keep talking about it so you can find it. Um, I will be on Silent Podcast soon talking about uh, Big Brother 6. Uh, I think about a week from now, uh, um, Isaiah, myself, Sasha and Tyrone are probably going to go back in time and talk about one of my favorite seasons of Big Brother. So check that out. Uh, myself and Gia Worthy are talking about uh, Survivor this week as well because uh, so on uh, Silent Podcast, Gia 
is talking about Fiji. Survivor Fiji, mm-hmm. Fiji Forever podcast. The finale is upon us. This week, her guest is like Marianne. And then I think next week, it's me. So uh, check that out as well. Gia and I are still talking about Abbott Elementary on post-show recaps too. So you could get a lot of me and, and Gia in, in various places on your podcast feed in the next few weeks. Um, but yeah, that, that's what I got going on, Rob. Not too much, huh? Um, look, it comes and goes. Sometimes you're like, I got nothing this week. And then I got like 17 podcasts. Oh, there you go. There's the 17. Well, I hope you get your strength back. Yeah, of course. Uh, oh, Rob, did we talk about the Jackbox games? Check us out on Twitch. We're playing Jackbox games uh, mm-hmm. soon, you know? So, uh, yeah, all that stuff. You're right. Uh, give me a week or so, and then I'm going to crash, and we'll start <laughs> all the way over. Okay. Well, uh, this was a lot of fun to go through uh, full swing with the both of you here today, of course. Make sure you get everything we're doing over on RHAP when you subscribe to our podcast feeds. They're all available for you at robisatwebsite.com slash subscribe. Thank you so much for listening to us today. We'll talk to you again soon. Take care. Bye. Bye.